Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Beautiful ghouls, welcome. This is Brandy. I am here with my sister Jody. Hello. I did a happy hour. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> and I did the Blackwell Ghost. So I watched it on Prime, and it's really, really good. I really, I recommend this one. I, yeah, I actually also. saw this one, but it was so long ago. I yeah. don't remember. Same with me. I it. I did remember that I really liked it. Yeah. And it is worth watching, so definitely watch it. Also, I want to point out that the man that is doing this documentary, his name doesn't get said once in this documentary. Really? At all. So I like, you know how you can on Prime, you pause it and it'll tell you who yeah. it is. It said Turner Clay was his name. Oh. So... But then I couldn't figure out if it was like backwards, so it could be Clay Turner. So hmm. I just went with Turner because that's what it said on the thing. So okay. I could be wrong, though. Who knows? So we start off, and it's Turner talking, and he says, My high school journalism teacher once told me a gert... <laughs> A gert, a, a, a gert journalist. A gert. Didn't we? Didn't that come up in an older episode? Wait, someone that say gert? Yes, <laughs> that sounds really familiar. I don't know. <laughs> a good journalist <laughs> can make the most boring subject entertaining. That stuck with me, but in the end, it just seemed like too much work. My entire career has consisted of producing and directing zombie movies. An easy subject to make entertaining. But now I'm ready for a challenge that my teacher would be proud of, and that is to prove that ghost exists. The skeptics out there who think this is fake, I'll stop you right there. I was the furthest thing from a believer until about a year ago. Since then, I've found that if you look in the right places, the dark corners of your house, the reflection of a dark TV, you can be amazed at what you see. Oh, I don't want to see it. I know. I thought about you when he said the reflection. Yeah, that's creepy. Uh, Then they switch to a video. And it's the video. It's from September 4th, 2012. And we're in a hotel. And you can clearly hear a woman screaming for her life. Um, And no one is supposed to be in that room. The security guard goes in. And the lights flicker, and you can see a ghost come out of the room. Furniture is flipped everywhere, but no one's in the room. Super scary video. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yes. So if you haven't, look, I mean, look it up. You can look up screaming woman in a hotel room, ghost screaming woman. You'll find it easy. So now we're in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky in 2014, and we meet Turner Clay. He is the one that has been talking, and now he is just talking to us, just into the camera. He says that Kentucky's always been home to him. He moved to California about 10 years ago after high school to try and make this whole movie thing work, but decided to come back. He missed it. He missed winter, and now he's back, and he's trying to decide what to do next. Another zombie movie, or does he want to pursue this this ghost thing he does not want to go tell his mom he's a ghost hunter 
then he starts telling us about the video that we were just talking about. Um, and it had been going around on the internet. And at this time, I'm assuming YouTube. Um, he says the reason it's intriguing to him is because the guy actually reached out to him and he was like, why? Uh, but then he found out that he had a mutual friend with this guy on Facebook, so he thought that that was a good place to start, and he calls him. So at this point, we also meet uh, Turner's wife, Terry. So he's back, and he's getting ready to make this call. So embarrassed to be doing this. Does not, like, you can see it in his face. He is dreading asking this guy if he thinks ghosts are real. So he calls John. So John is the security guard from the original video that we were just talking about. So he is the one that goes to that room, hears this woman screaming for her life. He actually ends up going in there and I believe the shower was on and all the furniture had been like flipped up yeah. like everywhere. Um, and if I recall correctly, the carpet had also been ripped up too. Oh, wow. Um, so he's freaked out. That's the guy Could in the video. Could you imagine how he felt in that moment? No, no. I could not imagine that. No. And then seeing the video afterward where he's in the room when the lights start fl flickering out in the hallway and then you see a ghost walk out of the room. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So he calls John and from the beginning... They're, they're just talking about their mutual friend, and Turner brings up the video, and he flat out says that he thinks it's fake, and he wants to hear from that guy that posted it. Um, this will also give him more evidence, either for his documentary, or this will probably be his sign that he isn't supposed to be depending, or, or isn't supposed to be doing this documentary, so depending on what this guy tells him. So John starts talking and he says he totally understands the most common reaction to this video is that it's fake. Um, why would people think it's real is what he says. It makes no logical sense, which it doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, and you can, you can see a ghost. But John simply states that he just isn't capable of pulling something like this off. Also, remember, this was in 2014, so smartphones themselves were only seven years old at this point. And Turner, yeah, Turner says that, yeah, that's basically what their mutual friend told him. Like, he can barely turn on a computer. So there's no way he's faking any of this. So he just wants to know straight up if it's real or not. And he he's, he's like, I understand if you don't want to believe, but it's real. It came right from the machine right from the original video it's real like he's like that's all he can say the public will always think it's fake yeah but it's real and they they agree uh to talk again soon and they hang up so now it's three weeks later and we are in a car with turner and he is obviously perturbed and he's leaving a voicemail another voicemail for this john guy he has left 10 messages for this guy, and now he's saying that he just got a new job and he doesn't want anything to mess that up. But that guy's word is what he is basing this entire documentary on. So he was the reason why he went ahead and started it. So this is not good for Turner. 
Uh, now he has nothing, so he needs to quit. He's not happy. So we jump ahead two years later, and he's back. He just found his camera. He also has new a new interesting lead. So he put himself out there on a forum asking for any ghost videos, and he said he got a lot of bullshit, but one of the videos actually stuck out to him, and it made him turn his camera back on. So now he shows us this video, and it's from Greg in Pennsylvania, and we see a living room, and a light comes on, then the light goes back off, and then he explains what he saw. So this particular video isn't anything really exciting. Um, he plays it back, and this time we see something white cross the doorway right after the light goes back off. So it looks like a ghost, but again, this isn't that great of a video. Um, it looks like it really could easily be faked because um, the light, I mean, it, there's a couch right in front of the lights. Mm -hmm. They go, it goes on, then off, and then this white thing floats across the doorway. Like, not too exciting if, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's intrigued by it, so he's going to call Greg and discuss. So he wants to go to his house and check it out. Uh, next, he's on the phone with him, and they agree to meet that day. Turner happens to fly and owns his own plane. So they fly out to Pennsylvania, Turner and his wife. So they get there, and they meet Greg, and they talk about the video. They look at the camera, and we see the angle. Um, it's just sitting on a mantle above the fireplace. And it's just this tiny little security camera. It's like you just set it up there, and it goes. Uh, he's lived in this house for about 50 years. He says the house is haunted, and he sees activity either every day or every other day. And Turner's shocked by this. He's like, holy shit, are you serious? Is that why he put the camera up? I believe so. Okay. They really never say why he put it up. Because that's what I was wondering. It's like, why would you just have a camera going in your house? Yeah, it's just like in his living room. And yeah. it's pointed through a doorway, and you can see like his dining room. Yeah, but yeah that's weird. I'm assuming that's Unless why. it's because... He wanted to try to catch something. That Yeah, that sounds... Which I would not want to do. I don't want to know uh, yeah. if there's anything going on when I'm not there. Well, I mean, who knows what... I mean, if he th if he thinks he's going crazy or something... Well, yeah. I would do that. If, if I was like, okay, is something really... Am I going nuts? Is it me? Because that's the first thing I would think. Yeah. <laughs> I was going nuts. I think that's a lot what a lot of people do yeah they're like okay what's wrong with me right right <laughs> oh yeah i guess i guess if that kind of stuff was going on i would yeah maybe do the same or thing. yeah maybe just validity just yeah yeah just to prove to yourself that but then when you see something though i know then what oh my you god you have to live there oh my god that would freak me out yeah <laughs> yeah Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's that going on a... right in front of your face, I guess. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> okay, so um, the last thing that he heard was things moving around in the kitchen when no one was there and stuff like that happens all the time, he says. So Turner asks if he thinks we will see something while they're there 
And he's, he's like, I wouldn't be surprised. So he asked, uh, does he know if anyone has died in the house? And Greg says that actually, yeah, both of his parents died in the house while they were, you know, living there. He says that when he was a kid, his dad fell down the main staircase and broke his neck. And he was just gone. It was a shock to everybody. And his mom uh, sort of also said that she was really healthy. I mean, older. But she went to the doctor the day before and he actually commented on how healthy her heart was. But she died from a heart attack the next day. Wow. And he actually stated that he thought maybe that she saw something that caused it. Hmm. And Turner asks if she thought the house was haunted. And he says, yeah. He's like, we all knew that things happened here. He says at one time, every single door in the house slammed at exactly the same time when he was a kid. He's like, that was spooky. Every single door? In the entire house at the same time. And I believe uh, they were all like standing in the same room, like his whole family, when that happened. So now we're taking a tour of the house and we go upstairs and we're in the bedroom. He... Uh, he says not much happens in this bedroom, but that doesn't mean it doesn't mess with him. He says that almost every single night he will hear someone or something walk up the stairs and stop right in front of his bedroom door and just stand there all night. He says that he's had some guests stay with him and they asked him why he was walking up and down the stairs in the hallway all night. He says he didn't have the heart to tell him that it wasn't him. <laughs> so now we're in his office room and he says that he goes out of town for work a lot and his neighbor across the street called him one time and told him that all of the lights were on in the house and someone was standing in the window of that room and he he actually called the police that night because he knew that his he wasn't home um But by the time they got there, he said everything was back to normal. All the lights were off and no one was there. Mm. I just got chills. That's (laughs) creepy. So now Greg says, uh, so now I'm going to show you something that will have you wanting to run out of the house screaming, but you have to promise not to. And Turner looks at his wife and she looks at him and they're like creeped out, but reluctantly agree. (laughs) And... He's like, okay, let's go down to the basement. So we're in the basement now. It's actually a really creepy place. Uh, it's just unfinished, you know. It's just creepy basement. And they go, they they go to a well that's down there. It used to serve as the main water source for the house, and apparently every house in the neighborhood has one. But this one and this house has a story that goes with it. So Greg tells us that the house was built around 1930 and the guy who built the house had a wife that was a bit on the psycho side, he said. Long story short, some of the kids in the neighborhood started going missing and the neighborhood started suspecting this strange woman. So they investigated and they found that the children had been chopped up and disposed of in this well, right where they were standing. So then Turner asks about something that is sticking out of the side of the cover of this well. Um, The well is covered with a sewer grate cover. And Greg says it weighs about as much as the house. So 
unless you have this thing stuck in it, you can't get it open. So if that wasn't there, you you it would like fit perfectly in there. So you could you couldn't even get anything under there to get it out. Why would you want to open it? They had to, I mean like just in case maintenance or something had to go on with it oh. or um I believe they did investigative investigative ghost stuff possibly. Mm. So they left it open. Well, otherwise they would have to have a special tool to get that sewer grate off. Uh, but it's about 20 to 30 feet down, Greg thinks. Uh, then Turner and Terry leave and go back home. So they fly home. So we jump ahead again three weeks later. Turner gets an email from Greg, and he is discussing this with his wife. So the basic, or the email basically says that he's leaving the country for a couple of months and wanted to offer for them to stay in his house for the documentary. He says that he just wants them to know that he's telling the truth and he wants them, and he knows that they they would believe him if they stayed there. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're leaving tomorrow and his wife isn't exactly jazzed <laughs> about this. I wouldn't this. be either. <laughs> I'd be like, you want me to what now? <laughs> So we're back on the plane flying to Pennsylvania. We arrive at the house and he has left them keys so they can let themselves in. And Turner's just like, this is weird. He's like, they're just staying at someone else's house. It's like kind of funny. Uh, But they start to look around. They're just filming the house in general. Nothing's happening. They go in the basement and he comments again about how creepy it feels in there. And they're still in the basement, and he decides to start to get some stuff set up. So they're starting to go back upstairs, and he stops, and he's, he looks, and he's like, I wanted to say something, but I forgot. So he's just, like, standing there for a second, like, trying to think of what he was going to say. And they hear footsteps up in the, you know, the main level. And he's, he literally, he's like, that's weird, and heads upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> So they start to set things up. Uh, Turner points, or he puts an X on the coffee table in the living room, made out of toilet paper. He puts a ball where the two pieces meet, so right in the middle. And he points the little security camera of Greg's in the general direction. So he wants to see if anything will move it. He also puts the app from that camera on his phone to get the view from his phone. He sets up night vision cameras upstairs in the hallway. Now it's dark and he's checking the cameras and they're getting ready for bed. So it's the first night, they're sleeping and it's showing the different camera angles. Then the light in the living room comes on. And that's the end of night one. And we see them waking up. Turner uh, asks his very sleepy and irritated wife, Terry. I feel you, girl. So wait, the the he saw the light come on on the video feed, but he didn't go. He they were sleeping. Oh, he, okay. they were. It so was, he didn't look at it. No. Okay. No, it was. It just showed the different camera angles, and that one thing happened the oh. first night they were there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, so sleepy, irritated Terry gets up to make coffee. Uh, she agrees reluctantly and goes downstairs. 
Then Turner's getting ready to recap the night because as far as he knows right now, nothing happened at all. And Terry calls him from downstairs and asks him if he left the basement door open. He is totally confused and says no and starts the recap. So he states that nothing moved, but the basement door was open and he doesn't have a camera on that door. So creepy, yes. Evidence, no. No. Then he says uh, he's not even sure if it was closed at all. Like he couldn't remember, honestly, if he had closed it. And they start to mess with the door to see if they can figure out what happened. Um, so it's night two, and we see Turner setting up other cameras. Uh, this is a 16 millimeter film camera to film in low light situations. So we'll see if he if he catches anything on this. So he films small amounts of film at a time it's actually a film. Like he's like winding this thing up. And he actually has to send them off to get them analyzed to see if it shows anything. So he's taking film in the basement and getting other lights and things set up. And we hear footsteps upstairs again. And they hear it too, and he acknowledges it, and she's like, it's an old house. Old houses make noises, but it is clearly footsteps. Like, that is not a house settling. That sounds like someone that's trying to... She is so... (laughs) And I didn't notice this the first time I watched it. She is so... Like, she came because he asked her to. (laughs) Period. She wasn't into it at all. (laughs) No, no. She was not happy at all ever <laughs> in this well i can't say i blame her yeah and she like she's literally like this is not a vacation because he said something about a vacation she's like no this is not a vacation a vacation is beach and palm trees <laughs> not a spooky fucking house yeah spooky house and it was raining like the whole time they were there too so it just made it so much worse <laughs> Okay, so uh, night two, they go to bed. And they're going home the next day, so nothing nothing is caught, nothing happened really, so no evidence. And then they decide since it's the last night, they should at least set up one of the night vision cameras. I mean, he's like, I brought it, you know, why not? So they set those up, and we see a clip from 1.27 a.m., this is the camera that is in the upstairs hallway and we see the staircase and the bedroom door there's also a window too and we don't see anything but it really really sounds like someone is walking up the stairs and the angles are switching um, from both cameras in the hallway so just two different perspectives and we also see a camera from inside the bedroom and they're just sleeping Then there is a really loud bang, and this wakes them up. Then it sounds like something is messing with the doorknob, maybe. So Turner gets up and gets the camera, starts to film in the direction of the door. So right at this time, the fire alarm starts to go off. He tells Terry to stay there, and he'll be right back. He opens the door, and there is smoke everywhere. He's like, fuck. So he goes downstairs, tells Terry to call the fire department, 
and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Turner has the camera and it's his point of view. So he's filming and he's going downstairs and turns the corner, basement doors hanging wide open. So he had he didn't put a camera on the basement door? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. Um, but this this startles him and he's like stopped short for a second. But he closes it and continues to look for where this smoke is coming from because he's got bigger things going on. <laughs> so he goes into the kitchen, goes to the stove, and every single burner is turned up full, like full blast, and the oven is glowing as well. So all the burners and the oven are on full blast. So he turns them off, and then he goes toward the staircase to yell up to Terry and says, um, hey, turn the smoke alarm off. Note that he walks past the basement door and it's closed. Just mm. keep that in mind. So he tells her to open some of the windows and, and he starts fanning out the smoke like he's opening and closing the front door, like, you know, trying to get smoke out. And he is clearly freaked out. Um, I mean, even if you weren't in a haunted house and the smoke alarm's going off in the middle of the night, that's unsettling. Uh, then he starts to head back upstairs and turns the corner and the goddamn basement doors hanging wide open again. He again stops short. He's like, oh my God, fuck. Walks up to it, closes it, and then he locks it this time. So he's like, you're locked. Don't freaking open again. And you can hear him breathing hard at this point. He knows that the door was just closed and Terry hasn't come downstairs at all. He is just standing there filming this door, like, freaking out. So Terry doesn't know what is going on. She keeps asking what over and over again. <laughs> He's not saying anything. So he goes back upstairs and says, we got to call the fire department back. He's freaking out still. So he's on the phone. He tells them there isn't a fire. Thanks so much. Uh, then he turns to Terry and starts to tell her what he just saw. And they stop recording. So now it's the next day. And Turner's back on camera and he's making a phone call. He is now trying to follow up on the story that Greg told him about this murderous woman that used to live in this house. So he's looking for archived newspapers. So he's talking to someone and she's going to email that to him right away. He's like, freaking sweet. So it's a lot to go through, but he's got them. And has been going through these for about three hours, and he finally finds something. So he shows the archive news article, and it's a picture of the house he is currently sitting in. It's from March 21st, 1941. The article is similar to what Greg says. Um, it's that seven people were killed in the house in the house that he's sitting in. And he's reading this article. And there's another picture that goes along with it, and he sees a picture of Ruth Blackwell. So she's the crazy lady that killed seven kids and disposed of them in the house. Um, he's like, she roamed these same rooms, which is yeah, totally creepy to think about. creepy. Terry is actually at the store, and they decide to stay one more night, and he admits that he's scared to do so. <laughs> So now it's nighttime and Turner is in the basement. He's fiddling around with this cover on the well. So he just set up the camera and he's like, he's, he's trying to, I don't know what he's trying to do actually, but 
He really wants to know how deep this thing is, and he just, he's just nosy, I think. Yeah. So he's fiddling with this lid, and he states the obvious and says that the thing weighs a ton, but he needs to get a good shot of the well. That's what it is. He wants a good shot of it. He's really, really struggling with this thing. He finally gets it off and almost immediately pukes. <laughs> uh, says it smells so bad and he's trying to figure out how deep it is. So he puts something down in it and he thinks it's at least 60 feet. And he can't really tell. He can't breathe because of the smell. Then we see him put the cover back on and it's so heavy that he just drops it. Like he just drops it back on. Like he's like, fuck this. So the tool that Greg had like under it is no longer there. It's just the cover sitting on the hole. And poor Greg is going to have to have help getting that back off when he comes back home. Well, so, that's what he gets having strangers in I his know. House. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? That's so rude. <laughs> oh, so now it's night and it is windy and storming, raining a lot. That ramps up activity, apparently. Yeah. There's a pretty big storm, and he also starts talking about how he's been having technical issues. All of his batteries are dead. So it seems like a lot of energy is being drawn in for something, possibly. Uh, And he can't get them to charge. So we have just a couple of cameras left to film on. So night three, setting up the cameras, and they're getting ready for bed. It's last night, and they're in the living room. Everything is dark, and still we can see the lamp in the door, and the lamp, the doorway to the dining room, and the coffee table. Um, Turner's little trap is still set with the toilet paper and the ball in the middle. Still storming outside, and the camera glitches a bit and goes dark. So Turner's back on, and he says that all the power for the house is out. And the security alarm is ringing downstairs, and they don't know what to do. But he's looking outside, and the neighbor's power is still on, so it has to be something with the breaker box. The breaker box is in the basement. And the power is out. He does not want to go, but he grabs a camera, puts his shoes on, and goes to head downstairs. Opens the bedroom door and stops because he hears running water. So he goes to the bathroom and the bathtub and the sink faucets are on. He turns them off, says to Terry, if you hear me scream, please call the cops. (laughs) He is dead serious. (laughs) She's like, okay, but why? (laughs) He says, I'm serious and goes downstairs. So he's filming as he goes and he hesitates before turning that corner because he fully expects the basement door to be wide open, but it's not. Then he notices that all of the sinks are turned on on the ground level as well. Uh, So he goes around. Because it's better than fire. Yeah, well, yeah. He turns all of those off. Uh, Then he reiterates to Terry, please call the cops (laughs) if you hear me yell. She's like, what are you yelling about? <laughs> I just want to add, again, she does not give a shit about anything. She's simply here because her husband asked her to be. <laughs> Period. Also wanted to point out that she offered to go turn the breaker box off herself. She was like, do I need to go 
says, fuck it. He's like, fuck it. Call them now. Just call the police. And have them come here. He's freaking out, uh, if you couldn't tell. And he is heading very slowly down the basement stairs. Tries the light switch. He knows it's not going to work. The sink in the basement is also on. So he turns that off. Then he films around the basement. Now, all he has is this night vision camera. So he can't see anything other than what's on this tiny little screen. So he's pointing it around to try and find the breaker box, uh, which is on the opposite side of the basement. So he is walking across and like, you know, illuminating the whole way so he can reach it. And so he's he basically just filming now so he can see. So he's illuminating his path to the breaker box and trying to walk normal in pitch black reaches it and uses the camera to figure out, you know, what he's trying, uh, you know, trying different buttons, trying to get the power back on. And he yells up to Terry to see if anything's working. She says, no, power's still out. So when he's turning his head back to the breaker box, because he turned his head, yelled up to Terry, and turning back, and he's filming all this. So when he's turned back using the camera, something catches his eye. He goes back and he points the camera on the well. And not only is the tool that was used to open the thing back under the lid, like it was before, but the ball that was on the coffee table is sitting on top of the well cover. Ooh, I just got chills. Oh, my God. I did, too. I like body chills. He's, he starts freaking the fuck out. He's breathing so hard, scared to death. Immediately turns, leaves the basement. He can't see anything. The camera is totally shaking. He's just trying to get the fuck out of there. He goes upstairs. The door is closed, but he gets out and the sinks are back on. He also hears noises coming from, um, or he also hears, hears noises. So he's scanning the camera around the house. And you can see that the toilet paper that the ball was on didn't move at all. It didn't move an inch. Um, also, he turns into the dining room and the chandelier is swinging everywhere. Yeah. That's always creepy. Yes, it is. Then he hears heavy footsteps in the kitchen, heads in there. When he turns the corner, all the cabinets and drawers are open. So scary. He was just in the other room and the only thing you heard was footsteps. Ugh. This really freaks him out because he was literally just in there turning the water off like two seconds ago. So he runs upstairs, yells at Terry to get in the bedroom, and we see the shot from the hallway and it's just him running into the bedroom, slamming the door and locking it. <laughs> then we're back in the living room. It's the same camera where the very first video was shot and the chandelier is just swinging back and forth mm. quite fast too. So creepy. Now Turner's back on camera and he's still in the house and the he's in the office and they're about to leave. Now he starts thinking about what he's going to do with this footage. He's nervous about coming out with it because people will always think it's fake. But he says he doesn't care anymore and he obviously released it. So he simply states to research it for yourself, then maybe you will believe. Then we see the footage from the basement in slow motion. 
And it looks like there's a figure standing in the corner of the basement yeah, as well. I just got chills again. Yeah, so creepy. It's so good. I highly recommend Was it as good watching. the second? It really is, yeah. I mean, it's been a few years since I yeah. watched it last, so I kind of forgot about it. But, yeah, it's really good. I highly and recommend it. As you were going through it, I was remembering, you know, I was yeah. remembering it. And... You guys should really watch it because talking about it does not it, no, do it justice. It doesn't. I yeah. You need the visuals. Yeah. And you know his and her reactions and all that. But. That's why I really tell, like I say at the beginning, whether you should watch it or not. Mm-hmm. Because if it's a waste of time, don't bother. You know, yeah. Like, and we've had a couple of those. Yeah. But yeah, the last two, I highly recommend watching. Actually, yeah. you know, actually watching them yourself because they're worth it. I think. And uh, there's a Blackwell ghost too. There's like four of them. Oh, is there? Yeah, I've watched the second one, and it like doesn't even compare. To the first one. I think they just basically go through, like, uh, Ruth Blackwell's life and oh. her um, crimes and, like, all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really good. Another one that I will not ever do on here, but you should watch, is Sir No Face. Oh, my God. That one is great. That one was so creepy. Yeah, it's really good. I don't even remember it now, but now, I remember my reaction when I watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really good. But it, it, I could never talk about it and reiterate. You know, no, like, no, you have to see. Yeah, you have to see it. Yeah, that's for sure. But which I need to watch that again. I do too. Well, after watching this one, because I watched both of those around the same time. I did too. And I didn't remember this one at all, so I guarantee it would be just as good yeah. now watching yeah. it again. Oh, I have to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, it's good. If I can find it. Yeah, I think the last time it was only on YouTube. Oh, was it? Yeah, but who knows? I mean, again, that was years ago, so. Yeah, that was a long time ago. They could have moved it by now. It seems like there was another one that we watched around the same time. That was Demon House. That was Zach Bagans. Was it? Demon, at least for me. I know I watched all three of those, like, in one day. Oh, maybe that's what it was then. But, yeah, those I think all those came out around the same time. If I, I thought Demon House was good, but I don't believe. Exactly. Yeah, they did a good job on it. And yeah. I say that full. They did a good yeah, job. Yeah, they on did it. do a good job. But I can't believe anything no. that he does. It's too. Although in, in your it face. is that place. It was in Gary, Indiana. Yeah, and and there were several reports from pretty credible people. Well, yeah, nurses, doctors, policemen. Yeah, and and several of them quit their jobs yeah. after dealing with that too. So psychologist, I believe. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah, something happened in that house. Something did. It's gone now, but yeah, he got he tore it down. But yeah, I mean, I just, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, we actually like literally see a shadow of a like a bull man in that. Yeah. It's just like, dude, that's just like two in your face. Yeah, and stuff like that doesn't happen like that. No. At least not where you catch it. Right. I don't know if it actually happens or not, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah, 
anyway. <laughs> it's very entertaining. I'll give him that. But I don't Oh, believe, yeah. It was really good. I don't believe any of his stuff. I, yeah, I I'm totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, again, they did a good job on it. It was good. But, yeah, it's not like... Like, the Blackwell ghost... You can't watch it and not believe him. He's just a dude filming himself. It's just so... It's so well done. And, I, like, I, I full-heartedly believe this guy, you know? Like, it's just like, uh, Ty, uh, what's his name? Travis from the last oh, one. yeah. Like, you don't want to believe that because, oh, my God, but how can you not believe him? Well, that's, I think that's, we talked about that when we did the, uh, the book. The, yeah. Uh, Unwelcome? Yes. Yeah. That... If even part of that one thing was real, one thing. Oh my! Gosh. I know it's absolutely unbelievable. It really is. It is, but, and but you and you're like, no way, you know. Yeah. But oh, there's that one little doubt. Yeah. In the back of your head, and you're like, oh my god, please don't be real. Please I know exactly. Exactly. It's like that is too much to because that that's the stuff that happened to them is so insane that if it that's just our human reaction is to be like, what the fuck ever? Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. That's too Hollywood. Yeah. Cuz I could see I could see that book being a horror movie. Absolutely. And the entire time we'd think this is so fake. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, if one of the stories that we've ever read, one, is true, <laughs> that opens up so much shit. Yeah, it does. And, like, how can you not believe these? I mean, even if it's not something, which we've discussed this before, even if it's not what we think it is. Yeah, there's even, something. Absolutely. What we think it is may not be right. Right. But there is something. There is something. Something is happening for sure. Yeah. And again... And it could be totally explainable through science. Sure, absolutely. We just don't know it. Right. We don't know it yet. Right. <laughs> it's It, it may, might make your brain explode if you think about it too much. Yeah. All it does is keep... It, I, you think you start to understand something, but it brings up more questions. And we're, not, that, we're not supposed to know. No. Period. Not we, yet, anyway. No. Not yet. No. I do believe at some point, you know, it's going to be like other things that we've... Other scientific things that have been discovered. Yeah. Where, you know, 100 years ago, people back then would have been like no way that's not real you know blah 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 and then they find out well yeah it is real yeah so a hundred years from now maybe maybe they'll be like oh that's what it is they'll be like yeah it's these new energy particles <laughs> that we just discovered and they just they form people sometimes <laughs> it's and they move shit no it's going to be more of we're actually there's more than one dimension yeah that's i believe that's what it's gonna that's be that's definitely what it is like bigfoot mm -hmm. aliens ghosts it's all got to do something with different dimensions i think i think so too i think that's the most 
reasonable explanation. And that's, I mean, it's just, again, something that we don't understand yet. Of course. And then there you go again. You think, okay, I think that's what it's going to be. But then, (laughs) okay, then you think about, okay, the ghosts. I'm telling you, it's... People see their family members. That's true. That's true. Although, well, maybe because in other dimensions, aren't there supposed to be, you know, your your doppelgangers, basically? Yeah. So it's oh, it could the be same, doppelgangers. It's the same, like the same people, but in just a different dimension. Well, and then that reminds me of when people get reincarnated, they usually stay in the same family. Yeah. So that's weird. It's all weird. It's weird. I just want to know. I, I want to know what it is. My my biggest question right now is how that damn mirror got in the middle of a freshly vacuumed hallway. <laughs> because that happened to me, and I have zero explanation for that. Like, how? That had to have been mommy, right? Had to have been her. It had, because I'm the one that vacuumed. You're the one that vacuumed. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. I would have had to pick it up and move it to vacuum it. Not to mention the fact that I was looking for that mirror for two seconds, never said a word to anybody about it, Mm -hmm. but somehow she knew I wanted that mirror. So she left it for me. How? I don't know. I don't know. What? That was... I, we Crazy. did we did discuss it though when she was alive I we promised each other that whoever went first would figure out how to communicate somehow when and she, I think that was it well it's just like the phone ringing yeah when I wanted yeah daddy to come back upstairs but I did I didn't want him to have to walk all the way back up the stairs so I didn't say anything and then my phone calls him. Yeah, that's weird. And he's like, um, did you call me? (laughs) What are you talking about? My phone is downstairs in the kitchen. We were the only two people in the house. Yeah, there's no explanation. It had to have been her. But how? Where is she? I don't know. How did she do that? I need to. I didn't know making that agreement with her was going to raise so many questions (laughs) you should have known you should have known so i'll need you to do this but i'll need you to write me a long list of exactly (laughs) what happened or you need to come and you know stand in front of me yeah i just want to explain it just just a little conversation (laughs) is that hard (laughs) oh it's just weird things yeah weird things definitely (laughs) Well, if you guys have any suggestions about any documentaries that you want me to watch, so I can tell you if it's worth it or not, email us, schoolsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. We can also use your stories. Anything else? Anything. We'll take it. Uh, You can look us up on Facebook, which I'm, we might change that. I'm thinking about deleting the Facebook because of all the shit that's going on. I'll talk to you about it later. Okay. But for now, look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, rate, review, and subscribe, and we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.